0: All right, well, I just took a
1: tour of Serena Williams' home, and And? uh, it's unbelievable. I bet. Her kitchen is gorgeous, and also she basically has an art gallery in her home. But Venus says Serena is not formal, and I'm like, I don't know. Parts of her house look very formal. Anywho, that's not why we uh, came here today on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at my talk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. We came to ask you a simple question, and that question is what is the oldest thing in your fridge? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. and this comes from where did it go? Um this comes from a survey of 2000 people on one poll and this survey reveals that the average person believes it will take 5 weeks before they can find the foulest item that is creating a stink in their refrigerator.
2: What do you mean it'll take 5 weeks like to f- actually find it?
1: Yes. Like if you if something starts to stink in your fridge, it'll take you about 5 weeks to figure out what it is on average. And God, Heck, why does it take people so long to figure out what stinks? Please, I do not know. But they also say, a new, this same survey says that there are at least five items past their expiration date in the typical refrigerator as we speak. 651-641-1071, what is the oldest thing in your refrigerator? Um, because I can totally name for you what the oldest thing in our fridge is right is now it? as we speak. It is a bottle of dressing. Oh, for sure. Why has no it question. taken
2: so long to use up a bottle of dressing?
1: Because I believe in the joy of the store-bought salad package.
2: The store-bought set. What do you mean? Like the that can, already comes with dressing. Yeah, that has oh, like all okay. the
1: fixins in it. Got it. I love that thing, and so we just have like bottles of dressing
2: that never get used. That never get used. Yeah.
1: So I can tell you for sure. And the good news about those is that they don't make your fridge stink. The bad news is, on the day that you want to use it, it's probably already expired.
2: Yeah. Although the good news is, usually dressings are like oil and vinegar, two things that are not going bad anytime soon.
1: True, true. Or you can just, like, make it. you know it's that easy uh holly uh, do we have a caller on the line yeah let's go to tristan hello tristan tristan what is the oldest thing in your refrigerator hi tristan hi there what's the oldest thing in your fridge oldest thing in my
3: fridge is a homemade face mask
2: homemade face masks in your
1: (laughs) fridge (laughs) <laughs>
2: yep. You mean like makeup face masks, not like COVID face masks?
3: No, not a COVID face mask, like a uh, skincare face Got mask.
2: Got it.
1: Okay, I'm uh, so glad you clarified because for a second yeah. there I thought, am I supposed to be putting my face masks in the refrigerator? <laughs> okay, nope. so how, how old are they and why aren't you using them?
3: Uh, it's probably like a month old. Uh, I still actually use it, so it's a uh, papaya. Green tea and a Manuka honey face mask that I make myself. And you can
2: look at you use
3: it for an aftershave, you could use it as like a hydrating mask. And I'm pretty sure it goes bad after a while, I just don't know how long, but it works for me every time I use it. But it's definitely been in my fridge longer than any other food item.
2: Did you get this idea from like YouTube or something? Like, what made you decide to start making your own face masks?
3: Um, so just I'm kind of uh a natural person and I got pretty sensitive skin especially if I'm shaving and stuff like that uh, but I just kind of researched everything on Google and then I just kind of threw it all together wow. and each different component of the face mask you know it does a certain thing they kind of get all the benefits in one and it's really tingly when you put it on it's like an exfoliating mask without you having to scrub and then when you wash it off uh, I just put like grapeseed oil on my face and it's makes your skin super clear and super nice especially in the wintertime so. Tristan, we're getting all sorts of advice should talk thank to you Tristan. Jlo
1: because i feel like Lo would be interested in this recipe um thank yeah. you thank you but for J-Lo your call Tristan. <laughs> and well olive oil remember she loves mm, yeah. olive oil that's her secret ingredient uh who else do we have on the line? Oh, Holly's actually on the phone right now. Uh we're asking you, what is the oldest thing in your refrigerator? Six five one six four one one oh seven one. Holly, who else do we have on the line? We got Lou. Let's go to Lou. Hello, Lou.
3: Hey kids, how you doing? So how great. Do you know.
1: So great, I've, Lou.
3: I've got a brand name called Lucatelli. It's from New York and it's a combination of Parmesan, pecorino, and the Romano cheese it's grated and it's 2 years past its expiration date and it's still as good as
2: what it was the day it was put in the refrigerator. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure, right? It's cheese. It's going to get salty and tasty and... and just because it's not green doesn't mean that it's not bad. Right? You know, it's, it's still white and it's it's it smelled like it's not it like stinky feet when it first opened up. And it still smells like stinky feet at this point. I
1: mean, you'll never know if yeah. it goes bad.
2: If it doesn't smell like stinky feet, you're in trouble. There you go. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with you guys.
1: Thanks, Lou. Thanks, Lou. Okay, I Lou just made me think of the fact that there are two types of people in this world. There are people who have no fear eating things far past their expiration oh, date. Oh, sure, yeah. And people who toss that sucker the second that date shows up on the calendar. Yeah,
2: I am the person that does not care. My partner's the one who will... Although he has this weird thing about, like, he doesn't want to throw things away until they're, like, he wants to use them all up. But if something goes past its expiration date, he gets very, very, like, militant about it. And I'm like, yeah, so here's the thing. Those are suggestions. Nine times out of ten, it's because they want you to throw it out so you'll go buy more. Right. So, unless there's visible mold or spoilage, which you can smell with your nose... You're probably good. Oh,
4: yeah. I just cut off the green part of a chunk of cheese sometimes. Right? And I it's still fine. Yeah, you yes. can totally do that with cheese. That's like no big deal. Yeah.
1: Right? Or And same goes with bread. Just cut off the moldy part and go to town. Yeah. 651-641-1071. What's the oldest thing in your fridge? Who else do we have on the line? Melanie's on the line. Hi, Melanie. Melanie, what's the oldest thing in your refrigerator?
3: Uh, my grandma had mayonnaise in her fridge in the basement that for about 13 years. Oh,
1: my God. <gasps> okay, no. no, don't eat that. That does not feel right.
3: No, it just became a game. Like, every time we go to grandma's house, is the mayonnaise is still there?
2: Oh, and it God. It
3: was there for about 13 years. 1987, it expired. Oh, did my she, God. Did she use it still, or was it just no, sort of there she- just in case? No, she's a hoarder and so she buys stuff when it's on sale or clearance and it just stayed in her downstairs fridge until I think she found out we were checking on it every time we came and then she went and threw it away.
1: And then it was a joke. I love it. Yeah. Thank you for your call. I will say I used a packet of like ranch seasoning. Like, you know, you get like the ranch dressing. I used one. I'm pretty sure it expired in like 2015. I mean, dust. And I used it the other day. Yeah, it's fine. I mean... And I'm not dead. So, and I didn't. It's probably
2: salt. So I didn't get
1: the trots, so I'm good. And
2: salt doesn't go bad.
1: Uh, Do we have any more callers, Holly? Yeah, let's have Daniel give us the last word. Perfect. Hi, Daniel. You'll have the last word. What's the oldest thing in your refrigerator? Hi, Daniel.
3: Oh, hi. Uh, The oldest thing in my refrigerator are my hands reaching for something. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. And the second oldest thing in my refrigerator is uh, some uh, sauce I made, and uh, there were like one or two ounces left, and instead of just throwing it away, I put it in the fridge, and it's probably been there for years, and, and we can't even identify what it is.
1: Do you think maybe it's time to time. um wash yeah. that out and say well, bye-bye?
3: You know what? Tomorrow is garbage day, so... There you, you go. You're motivating me. I'm going to go through it and throw out some of those old things. Okay, there you, you go. Go. do that.
1: Enjoy and uh, Good luck. And you're welcome. Have a great day. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we're going to do a little Quarantine Lifestyles of Zach Efron after this on My Talk 1071. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything so Entertainment. So Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hello. And, uh, you know, we've been following how the rich people are quarantining and we call it quarantine lifestyles of the rich and famous
4: sprawling living rooms, dream kitchens, perfectly placed props like acoustic guitars and books they'll never, ever read. This is Quarantine Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous.
2: Yes. Okay, um, I think you're going to be a little jealous of this one, Colleen. Um, and it deals with our good friend, Zac Efron.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: Uh, because he has been tootling around the Gold Coast. You know, uh, apparently not all the way around the Gold Coast. He's actually halfway through filming a movie called gold um and he's fully embraced life down under uh we learned this yesterday when we saw photos of him camping his way across south australia's outback mm. in a 140,000 dollar lotus caravan now that is a british term for rv so a 140,000 oh. $140, dollar camper van
1: oh my god that's
2: not really an rv it's it's like a you hook it up to another Vehicle and drive off. It It's not self-propelling. A tra- it's like a trailer. trailer. Yeah. Um, they call it a caravan. Anyway, $140,000. And the best part for Zac Efron is because, like, all powerful, famous, rich celebrities and people, he didn't have to pay a dime for it. All he had to do was post a photo on his Instys.
1: Okay. this. Okay, number one. I should be there with him. He's living my dream yeah, right, right now.
2: Well, but that's the question. Do you want to be in the Outback?
1: No. I want to be at Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, right? You want to
2: be in the parking lot of Outback Steakhouse <laughs> in a RV.
1: I don't know. Do I not want to be in the Outback? I mean, I, I guess... If I don't I, know
2: how much you like to rough it, but you know that Zach Efron is going to be roughing it probably a little bit more than you're comfortable. Yeah, but that
1: thing doesn't look rough at all. Not if you stay
2: there. That's no.
1: where I'm staying. I if also I'm in the outback in that, I'm good. If there's cable, even better.
2: I also don't know what... Well, I was going to say, I don't know what hookups there are, because he looks like he's out in the middle of the bush. So there might be like a satellite connection, they might have a generator.
4: Or you might have to dig a hole yeah. to do your business, and then take it with you when you're done. What are done. you
2: laughing at, that I said bush?
4: Well, I was going to make oh, a joke. That when you F. said F. he was,
2: was in, in the, the middle bush.
1: of the bush, I was... But I'm not going to make the joke. Yeah, I'll you're let like, everybody where's Vanessa
2: Balladaris? Yeah. She was not in these photos. <laughs> oh, that's shocking. Why? Because they're because not a Because they're thing. not in a relationship.
1: Okay, so first of all, they're not digging a hole and going potty in it because this thing has a very nice, beautiful, clean potty. How do you know that? Um, Because I'm looking at pictures of the inside oh, of it. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's so pretty. Do you see can?
2: Italian the- leather lounge seating. Do
1: you see the can? I mean, it's nicer than...
2: That is a nice can. Also, can My we just talk about the bathroom?
1: Can? Yeah, what about it?
2: There's like a sanitary wrap.
1: I, this must be the picture, you know, that they take a oh, the lot.
2: Yeah, look, it's if you look at the caption, caravanningcampingsales.com.au. Yeah. So that's just like the sanitary thing that um, yeah. they take off when they sell it to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, it looks so like, uh, you know, it looks like a, a private jet or a hotel room. I mean...
1: I would... I would be all over the outback in this thing. I yeah. would, I would travail the bush in this thing for sure. No okay. Question. So, my,
2: my one question about that is first of all, I want to give listeners a little bit of a taste. Uh, what else this thing has slide out lounge and bedroom. That's pretty standard. A 50 inch Samsung 4K TV with a motorized lift integrated into the fun- furniture, oh. which means it's just a big disappearing TV. I love it. Um, two thirty-two inch Samsung TVs. I guess you need more than one TV in this thing. That's sad. Sure, that's sad. You don't need three TVs. Okay, Bradley, in a I
1: am gonna use your own words. Okay. Okay. Rich people got a rich.
2: Yeah, but like, I want a rich outside. Like, I want to. I want all the luxury. But if you're watching TV in the bush, like, what are you doing?
1: I mean, I'm just saying, like, everybody needs a break. Everybody. Three needs... of them?
2: Like, where else are you watching TV? Anyway. He
4: gets choices. Yeah, you and get... if you're with somebody else and you don't want to, I mean, you know.
2: You, yeah, you go to your iPad. Uh, anyway, there is a 25 liter microwave. Does that mean 25 liters? I don't know. It's a big, big uh, microwave. Um, uh, yes.
0: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com.
1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
2: Felt like I was going to say something else. I don't remember what it was. You were just giving us
1: the stats.
2: Yeah. Uh, in addition to the stats. Oh, I, um, here was the question I had. Yeah. We're all like, oh yeah, we want to be in this bubble of technology and amazingness. There's like a full kitchen. There's this oven. You can make some food. Mm-hmm. But then I would like to do the following. I would like you to have a thought experiment, do the following thought experiment. So you're in this experience, mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. got all the amenities.
1: Mm-hmm. It gets it's so far dar- so good.
2: It gets dark. Yeah. Really, really dark.
1: Yeah. And Zach Efron is there? And really? Because <laughs> right now no. I'm having a fantasy.
2: No. Okay. No, 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 no. I would be scared <laughs> out you- of my mind being in the middle of nowhere i feel like i would f- think i was in a stephen king novel and something is going to like bust through the door and
1: yeah let's be honest like i'm okay like I, in the
2: middle of a jungle somewhere, yeah. No, I would be I'm terrified. more of a KOA
4: type gal. Yeah. like
2: I don't. <laughs> I want to see the like parking jelly, lot street lights,
4: Jellystone yeah. Park. Yeah, So yes. but, Yeah, it, it's
2: it's the same reason when I a couple of years ago was gonna like go away for a weekend just to myself to you know do some like writing and be like real pensive and thoughtful. I stopped myself from going way out in the middle of nowhere because I was like, uh, I don't want to be out in the middle of nowhere alone.
1: Yeah, it's scary. So, but see, that's an interesting. Again, there are two types of people in this world. There are people who thrive in that type of situation, and those and of us
2: who want to be on a cruise ship. Yes. Those, yes, yes,
1: and those of us who have watched one too many. Um, True crime shows, and yeah. we know that killers lurk in those places. Also, animals that will kill you in yeah, yeah, Maine. Yeah, well, that's what I, I, I mean.
2: Like, cry in you the go, dark. Out, you're like, hey, I'm gonna go pee. I'll be right back. because oh. you know it's natural.
4: But even if like you do that, and it's not like they it, it, just like pulling down your pants and then crouching, <laughs> you're
2: dead. You're dead.
4: Things can chop up and bite
1: again, and... you guys. This you don't need to leave the <laughs> confines of this thing. You could well, live you will there. At some for... point. Never.
2: Then why are you leaving home? Yeah. <laughs> Just put it in your your driveway. I mean,
1: that, again, I'm more of a KOA girl. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have celebrities behaving badly. We call them Demons. We'll tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer.
2: Hi. And we
1: have a name for those celebrities behaving badly, and that name is
2: D to the Bag. Presenting
4: Lord and Lady Douchebag of the day.
2: Who's your D-bag today, Colleen?
4: Yahoo Life.
2: No, who is your D bag?
4: Yahoo!
1: Life.
2: I don't know who life is. I want to know who your D-bag is.
1: Yahoo Life. Uh also oh, In Yahoo. Style. In Style magazine. Uh, who originally printed this article that then they shared in Yahoo Life. And um, they're a D-bag because of this headline, which got me interested. And okay. I'll admit, I clicked on the article. The headline is, Jennifer Garner is so committed to these controversial jeans.
2: Um, first of all, I'm assuming for the sake of this discussion, you mean like pants.
1: Jeans. Yep. J-E-A-N-S. Okay. J-E-A-N-S those types of controversial
2: like they're made by i don't know okay
1: so that's i'm like are they not ethically produced like are what is the what's wrong with these genes why are they so controversial fine i'll bite i click controversial is the operative word in this statement okay right so i'm thinking like what causes controversy about genes yeah that feels really intense i read the following. Jennifer Garner isn't afraid to get low. At least that's what her jeans are telling us.
2: What?
1: While celebrities made the switch to high-rise by around 2007, Garner has held fast to the southern sitting waistline.
2: I don't know what those words mean. Yeah. Southern so sitting waist. just means low-rise, low-rise jeans. Low-rise
1: jeans. That's what's controversial. Her low-rise jeans.
2: Are, okay, well, I'm not a fashion person neither am i um but ladies in general you pay more attention to these things because society requires you to think that this is important because it's a patriarchal society and they're trying to throw you off your game by making you think about pants so maybe on the off chance that you have more opinions about pants than i do is this a controversial thing i do
1: not feel controversy around this holly I, i own some
4: pants
2: do you? I do.
1: I, I am an enthusiastic pants wearer. In fact,
4: I'm wearing a pair now. <gasps>
2: Whoa, some of my best friends are pants.
4: <laughs> and I'm looking at these controversial pants over on the World Wide Web. Mm. Here's why they want to make this a thing. Uh-huh. Low rise jeans are on the up. Are they? But that's what the fashion industry is trying to do, because here... Just say is-
2: low-rise jeans. Up. <laughs> yeah. 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 uh-huh.
4: Thank you. These aren't particularly low-rise jeans. Remember no, the- back 20 years ago when the whole thing was you'd wear a pair of thong underwear and then they'd be up yep. past your pants and it would a whale be tail. affectionately called a whale tail. These are not those pants, Mm-mm. but these are pants that have a new low rise, so that you purchase them for the low, low price of two hundred twenty-five dollars. I would say these are mid-rise jeans. They look like
2: normal jeans. If I were to just look at a pair of jeans, I don't see any booty crack.
1: Yeah. Well, and to Holly's point, uh, as you scroll down in the article, you can get the look with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten affiliate links.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um the other thing is I feel like have jeans just gone so high that anything approaching a normal waistband is now considered low I for also women's think jeans?
1: to Holly's point um that we will see this happen this happens with all fashion right um you they make high rise or the the high rise a thing and everybody turns their entire wardrobe over by buying high-rise jeans and gets rid of all their low-rise and then they go, "Oh, now low-rise is the thi- the thing." Cuz they got to keep you buying. Well, of course. Yeah. yeah. So now like the leg shape will change, the rise will change, so the color wash will change, all of that's going to change.
2: It'll be low-rise bootcut jeans before you know it. My suggestion and, is don't ever do that again.
1: My suggestion is get them all And just hang on to them. Don't get rid of your jeans. I think come back around. The
2: answer is the answer that we've always given when it comes to fashion find something classic. Find a normal cut that is not too ostentatious or weird. And just like that'll always be in style.
1: I know. I'm trying to think of what the cut of jeans that have always been in style would be. And I can't. I mean, just a regular cut,
2: like, you know, a normal, like sits at your waist. Doesn't come too far off of your leg. Is not too close cropped. Just a middle of the road.
1: I mean, I think that's easier for men. Honestly. Than it is for women. Women's jeans go all over the place.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, there's obviously a lot of variation.
1: Yeah. I'd like my jeans to go on the road with Zach Efron. Sorry, I was still in the fantasy. Oh, I'm like, what? Sorry. I was- did we get to Zach Efron? No, we just were there and I never left. So, um... Hey Bradley, do you have a D-bag?
2: I do, and my D bag, just like yours, is a publication. Ooh. Footwear News. Frequent Flyer. Again.
1: Oh my gosh. Oh, Boom! There they are.
2: And by that I mean frequent Bing. PS flyers. Uh, in fact, this story on footwearnews.com, which yes is a real thing, the headline is quote Katie Holmes makes baggy jeans and slouch boots work in the snow with this classic <laughs> coat. So you may think to yourself, wow, she's going to be wearing some baggy jeans and some slouchy boots, whatever those are. Presumably, you will be able to tell me. Um, I don't, I've never come across these. They just look like boots to me with a classic coat. So then you are treated to Katie Holmes in New York City two days ago mm-hmm. wearing a pair of jeans and boots in a pea coat with some boots on because it's snowing.
4: Yeah, that's got a little scrunch to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a thing.
1: What's, that? What's on the platform? That's what I want to know. Sorry. Now I'm actually, like, getting sold to on footwear news. Sorry. You're, I, I'm sorry, what? Like, I'm actually interested in her footwear right now, which oh, well, is what they then, want from me. Well,
2: then they've won. So now... FootwearNews.com is not the only d
1: I have another question for you, Bradley, and I don't know if you've done the, the work on this. Does Katie Holmes own FootwearNews.com?
2: <laughs> That's a good question.
1: I'm honestly asking because every time Footwear News is a thing in our world, it's... Whatever is on Katie Holmes's feet.
2: Well, yeah, they have made her a target of their headlines more than once. In fact, the last time we picked on footwearnews.com, it was because she was wearing ugly shoes. Remember, she was yeah, making ugly shoes nin- a trend.
1: Those, those 90s, um, Loafers, Oh, those Steve Madden loafers. The big chunky loafers. Yeah. They're coming back.
4: I think that Katie Holmes is willing to play the paparazzi game right now in a way that a lot of other celebrities perhaps are not.
2: she is willing. And if you look at the first sentence of this article, if you purchase an independently reviewed product or service through a link on our website, we may receive an affiliate commission. Yeah. So this is just the same thing that every other tabloid is doing, which is to take a photo of a celebrity out and about monetize it and tell you that it's fashion. She is literally walking through the streets with shoes, mm-hmm. pants, mm-hmm. and a coat.
4: Yeah, But the sad thing about this article is that they don't actually link to the pair of boots that she's wearing in the photographs. They no. show ones that are similar. Well, no, I want the pair of boots that are I, want t- I want the exact damn
1: boots. Okay, well, now I'm on the whole celebrity section of footwear news. And I want to tell you that it's not just footwear. That they're, uh that that is news to them.
2: Uh, I would imagine mm-hmm. that they will take any clothing item a celebrity is wearing and try to make something out of it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Although I will say, if you go through, I mean, they are they are fans of chunky boots and um, knee high boots. boots. They Isn't like that boots. a musical?
1: Is that like a Broadway chunky musical? boots? Yeah. <laughs> is that the That's sequel kinky boots. To, to Kinky Boots? <laughs> chunky sorry i'm delighted myself with that uh yeah but if you want the exact boots you won't be able to get them from footwearnews.com which no. is rude if you're
2: relying on footwearnews.com for all your fashion finds i think you're doing it
1: wrong right Yeah. i will say yeah i i i want to know if katie holmes is in bed with them because they feature her very, very well frequently.
2: I don't even know that they need to be in bed together. You'll remember she goes outdoors looking for paparazzi every five True. minutes. And if you'll remember a previous incarnation of uh, Katie Holmes, she essentially offered up paparazzi photos on that wire service. I don't remember the name of it.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Trek's.
2: Exactly. So mm-hmm. if, if you're, uh, you know, creating content and you have a subscription to Star Trek's, you just take some of these photos and create an article and you're like, oh, she's rocking her latest style,
1: her chunky which boots.
2: again is just um, the, the there was an article just, I think, yesterday. Uh, yeah, yesterday, Katie Holmes styles this year's buzziest denim silhouette with black boots and a gray wool coat.
1: Again, Katie just, Holmes wears shoes.
2: She's just wearing shoes and Walks jeans and a and coat because clothing. it's winter outside.
1: Ugh. You she know better. what I want? I want her to like rock a sensible pair of moon boots, you know, with like the <laughs> bread bags on her feet and like peeking out over the top. Well, like we did in the 80s. But wear
2: news would definitely Beyond highlight that, that trend. trend. Yes.
1: <sighs> also, I love that in the 80s, that was the highest waterproof technology we had.
2: Bags. Bread bags. Yeah. Well, hey, we've come a long way.
1: We really have. Mm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I want to talk about Candace Cameron Bure. It's not a technical. Boo. Yeah. It's not a technical d double down, but I've learned something. Oh, all right. And we'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you for that, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk One O Seven One. streaming live at mytalk com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer.
2: Hi. Um,
1: can we talk about Candace Cameron Bure? Of
2: course we can. She's my favorite topic.
1: We are going to give her... Well, I, we might as well just give it a D-bag double down situation.
4: Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day.
1: <laughs> so here's what I've learned about Candace Cameron Bure. Okay she is it's very 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 simple to get under her skin
2: ah thin skin do you think
1: yeah so okay quiz time bradley uh please know the answer to this why did we talk about her last
2: (laughs) uh because she had a like mm, how am i gonna put this judiciously Creepy, sexy family photo? What?
4: Yeah. Well, it was the clapping back to the clapping back to the haters and the clapbacks. Yeah. She clapped back
1: to the haters who talked about her sexy family photo. Yeah. Before that... She ta- She clapped back to the haters who hated on the picture of her husband grabbing her boob, right? Oh, okay, so, like, the point is, every time she has to clap back at something, mm-hmm. what we all know then is what? Oh, she was bothered by that.
2: Well, yeah, and this is not something Candace Cameron Bure has invented or even mastered as compared to many in the world of celebrity, But uh, she is one of many who now engages in the clapping back syndrome.
1: Yeah. She has... CBS.
2: Yes, clapback syndrome. Yes,
1: it's a real thing. Which sounds like VD. It does a little bit. Okay, so here's the latest. And this is what, what, you know, this is what will, this is going to prove my thesis that it's. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman.
2: to the gym to work out
1: pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new
4: episode every weekday so the fun never ends
2: blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel
1: very easy to get under her skin so she apparently was a guest on a podcast the paula ferris podcast on tuesday and um, apparently, they were talking about her work on over 26 made for TV Hallmark movies, including, but not limited to, nine Christmas themed movies, plus a dozen other films where she portrays crime solving librarian Aurora Tea Garden.
2: Okay. That's kind of awesome
1: I had no idea
2: <laughs> I'm all here for that
1: right I'm like is this that's like murder she wrote yeah. like that's like the poor man's murder she wrote I'm in any who's he what's he? I've never seen any of these I'm not i I can't say I've ever dabbled in the Hallmark movies I'm not saying they're not good I just that's not been my genre yeah but she apparently does a lot of them yeah and in the conversation Paula Ferris who's hosting the podcast says you know I've you know, I've had some acting experience. I mean, really, how hard is it? Can I get a role in one of these things? Oh. Ooh. Oh, somebody did not like that. Oh,
2: she, she's, well, she's an actor.
1: Somebody presumably. did not, yes. Yeah. And that is what she said. She says, can we talk about this for a second? I get that all the time. How hard is it to be in a Hallmark movie? Like, can I be in a Hallmark movie? And I'm like, are you a professional actor? Then no, okay. you cannot. Okay. She then said, I'm not even done. She then said to Paula Ferris, you can be a background person. They're called extras.
2: Now, was she F- being facetious?
1: I don't think she was.
2: Like she wasn't joking with her? Like, I mean,
1: <laughs> no, it does okay. not sound like it. It right. says Candace seemed surprised by the line of questioning. Got it. Even though Paula made it clear she was kidding. It gave Candace Cameron Bure a chance to vent for a moment. Now, here's the thing. Like, I get it, right? Everybody has a job that they're like, you don't understand it's harder than it looks, right? We all have it. Well,
2: if someone does a job well, oftentimes you think, oh, that must be easy because they make it look easy.
1: Exactly. And I think there's a compliment in there if you allow yourself to receive that compliment, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like she missed the boat on is like, yeah, you know, she could have just very easily said like, yeah, it does look easy, doesn't it? And gone on with her life.
2: Yeah. Or just said, sure, you can be in it.
1: Yeah. And like, she's not, she doesn't, she's not going to be held
2: to this. Nobody is going to say like, like, she's not going to call up or show up on set monday and say candace said i could be in one of these movies and they were like oh you gave her unrealistic hopes and dreams candace you really let her down you should have you should have pooped on her dreams years ago Ah. um maybe just be kind and say oh girl come do a movie with me i would love it yeah right yes also it is just a lifetime movie hallmark hallmark movie it's the same company isn't it i don't know discovery. But anyway, uh, the moral of the story is, um, nice try Candace. Nice try. Yeah.
1: I just, again, it just, I I know everybody wants to, wants the world to know. And especially right now, like this is a whole thing right now. Trust me. I talk to people. I know people during pandemic madness, productivity and, uh, the, and making sure that everybody knows that your job is harder than they think it is is important, right? Because we all want to feel essential. And so I get it. This there's a version of this no matter what your job is. It's so much harder than it looks. That's fine. But let let Paula Ferris feel good about the fact that she she might yeah, get a She's a host, role. Yeah.
2: you're a guest, they're promoting your thing. Yeah. You know, take a beat. And be gracious. Yeah. That's all that's required. Now, she'll probably clap back against that. I hope she hears your criticism. Oh, yeah. And then she actually claps back because that will then provide you the opportunity to get some sunlight and um, become famous and be on a Hallmark It's not as show. easy
1: as it looks, okay? I just want you to know that.
2: Yeah. Let me tell you, the job you and I do Monday through Friday, noon to three, it's, it's as not easy. easy. <laughs>
1: it's
4: as it is easy
2: not it easy. Looks. It is very hard. We had to be trained for many, many minutes mm-hmm. to do this job. Five, to be Monkey exact. in a box. Thank That's you. what we are.
1: I do just want to say this. I know press button. I do <laughs> just want to say this about Candace Cameron Bure. Girl, I want to like do you. I want to like you. Yeah, I do. Why do, do you want to like her? Because I loved Full House. I mean, I'm House. not saying I
2: don't like her. I just want to know what you mean when you say that.
1: I loved Full House. I love, um, I, I, I regard her as a peer <laughs> What? No, I regard her as a peer, meaning like we're the same age. That's oh, okay. what I mean by that, right? Like I think of her, like I feel like I've you grown, act
2: in films. I've,
1: I also am an actress. No, but I feel like I've grown up with her, and I and I and I want to like her. I want. I I think she's. So a beautiful woman. I think she's a strong woman. I want to like her, but she makes it difficult because everything seems to push her buttons.
2: So the question I then want to know the answer to is how much of this is like her? How much of this is her representation? How much of this is the media? Because I do think think that people now are this is the thing that this is why I would counsel all of my celebrity clients when I'm actually a celebrity um, advice giver celebrity counselor that's what I'm going to be like I'm going to be like a school counselor for celebrities okay Um, don't clap back in a visual in a like meaningful way don't do that because then you run the risk of being the clapper backer yeah. And that's like, that's a place like one or two people get to have. And it's like Chrissy Teigen. Mm-hmm. And like, who else gets to do I think it's just Chrissy Teigen.
1: And she's the only good clapper.
2: Otherwise, like, what's your, like, that's not you. You don't want to be the clapper backer. And now she's running the risk that is Candace Cameron Bure of being the like, the like, I don't want to say whiner, but like these headlines will keep coming up. Right. And they will make you and other people think a, a certain way about her that will not be advantageous to her career. She
1: has been pigeonholed as and a, she as a might back be, clapper.
2: She might be all in on that because it is getting her attention. So we don't know. That's the answer I want is how much of this is intentional <laughs> because. Cynically, I, I tend to believe that it's very intentional. She knows exactly what she's doing. But, but...
4: also be careful. Yeah, her clapper backer creations might backfire. Yeah. Yeah. They be, might. C- be careful. It is a crap.
2: Hit the crapper.
4: When we her come back,
2: or back or
1: crapper. on the Colleen and Bradley Show, what's your favorite Valentine's Day candy? 651 641 1071. We'll take your calls after this on My Talk 1071.
0: important holiday PSA. Do not sleep on Old Navy's jingle jammies. From iconic plaids to candy cane stripes to merry elves, Old Navy has every festive pajama print for the fam at prices that would make even Santa jealous. Want to match everyone in buffalo checks, even your dog? Go for it. Sorry, not sorry. But these PJs sell out fast. So pop by an Old Navy store or visit oldnavy.com.